From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, January 7th. I'm Sarah Wright. The sheriff's presentation before the Board of Supervisors this week elicited critiques of his data, a request for a resident deputy in Covalo, and demands for him to issue a formal apology for including an image of a hogtied black man on a PowerPoint slide. Sheriff Matt Kendall was asking the board to give him the go-ahead to request funding from the state to hire, train, and equip 10 more deputies to combat organized crime and cartel grows, which he says have proliferated in the 3rd District, especially Covalo. The total three-year estimate for the deputies, their training, and their gear, including vehicles, came out to a little over $4 million. To justify the request, the sheriff included 17 SWAT activations, two of them out-of-county assists, an increase in coroner's cases, and a list of major crimes per year going back to 2014. Homicides in 2020 were up to 13 from 8 the previous year, though they climbed to 18 the year before that. Assaults, including sexual assault and assault with a deadly weapon, public intoxication, and child abuse are down, but Kendall fears reporting is down, too. And some of the violent crimes have included multiple perpetrators, which presents time-consuming complications. But written and oral comments called out the incomplete data. Chloe Reed wrote that the cumulative statistics on another slide are essentially meaningless in the context of this proposal because they provided no comparison data. Other commenters asked for resources to be allocated to out-of-work families or social workers to address the underlying causes of crime. The slide that troubled everyone had two pictures and a caption, but no explanation. The image under the words, Imminent Threat, portrayed a shadowy figure with an assault rifle carrying a large bundle on its back, presumably a game camera still from a robbery at a cannabis garden. The next image, beneath the words appropriate response, is of a black man lying in the dirt, covered with dust, his hands tied behind his back and his legs bent behind him. Kendall says that picture is an instance of vigilante violence from a garden robbery in Laytonville last year and that it's the kind of thing that could be prevented if there was enough law enforcement in the area. But Ron Edwards, a licensed nursery owner in Willits who's been a longtime advocate in the regulation process, wanted more information. He's also a black man, and he was livid about the image. Has the CHP increased their staffing uh, in the county over the years? Um, this is really important to know those, those statistics. Is it a statewide statistics? I mean, we really need this broken down by gross size, acreage. Um, that would give us more information in knowing how to go forward. Now, I really want to address an issue that was quite disturbing to me on a number of fronts. I don't know if everybody knows me, but the sheriff, when he originally put this information out, put a picture of a suspect that was accosted by neighbors. Um, this, to me, brought back horrible images um, from the South. And in the sheriff's statement, he put out that he skewed the person's identity. It was very clear that this was an African-American person due to his hand. Uh, that statement just was unacceptable to me. It seems to me in this day and age of 2020, after what we went through with all of the violence in 2021 against African-Americans and brown people, that the sheriff would feel it was even appropriate to have this image go out to the public. It, it just is a continuation of that scare of a black and brown person. I used to comment and joke about, well, the sheriff never makes a bust and says, yes, we found Starbucks coffee and croissants. It was always, we found Mexican language newspapers and tortillas. Um, I know on my road, there were two uh, robberies of neighbors, and they were both local kids uh, who came with airsoft rifles. 
what is the breakdown between out of state out of out of the area people coming into the county local people i mean these are the things we need to know Another topic that came up was what Kendall called the clipboard versus the SWAT approach, or figuring out which potential infractions warrant an inspection and citation, and which call for a heavily armed tactical response. It's generally agreed that code enforcement is not the appropriate department to send out to a cartel grow. SWAT versus the clipboard response, um, I believe we have some pretty good data at the sheriff's office. I don't know what the data looks like over at code enforcement. Um, I think it's high time that the sheriff's office and code enforcement get together under the same roof. That's going to help dramatically with a lot of these things. But David Aster, a frequent law enforcement critic, challenged a statement in the opening slide of the sheriff's presentation that, quote, the crime statistics connected to the increase in organized crime and illegal marijuana grows are fluid and rapidly changing. There has to be better data presented, especially if state grant money was going to be requested. I heard that there was, um, you know, there were a lot of assurances and there were a lot of um, anecdotals that were presented, but I, I didn't see quite enough data tying, you know, the need for more deputies to the specific marijuana crime increase. So another problem that I found is that the claim that statistics are fluid, that statistics just simply are not fluid. Uh, Statistics are really facts that are compiled through research and record keeping. And these statistics can be used to show trends or comparisons. And if marijuana crimes are increasing, then statistics need to show that with clarity. And I think there was a lack of clarity in the presentation. No apology for the image was forthcoming, but the board appeared to agree that the item needed more data, voting unanimously to have Supervisors Ted Williams and John Haschak work with the sheriff to document crime related to illegal pot, and come back to the board with a more comprehensive presentation before sending it along to the state. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.